Echoes from God's Word on Echoes of Holiness Radio. Appreciate the Lord tonight, that for the goodness of God. Appreciate all that He has done for us. Truly, the Lord has been so good to help us over and over again. And so kind. So appreciate the people of God. I'm among friends tonight, and that makes me feel better. It'd be sad to think I was among critics. I'd be afraid. But I'm among friends tonight, and uh, we labor together. Trust the Lord to help us a little bit. I so appreciate uh, what He's done for us. My wife holds our child back there, and the Lord just worked such a wonderful miracle for us. It's in such a dire need of God's help, and uh, you know, I've just uh, we got there and things got uh, pretty bleak for us. Needing God to help us and uh, all that that I'd been a feeling just lifted, and I couldn't feel anything. And I was needing to—that's when I was needing to feel it the most. And all the thoughts running through my mind, but somewhere the Lord come to our rescue, and the child was born without life, and the Lord just gave life. And I'm so glad for His mighty works. Amen. He's been good to us over and over and over again. Amen. As Brother Aaron said, the books, the world cannot contain the books of the good things that God's done for us. Amen. If you would turn with me tonight to the book of Daniel, I do covet your prayers. Feel a burden upon my heart to try to preach to us. Hallelujah. Book of Daniel, chapter 8. <clears throat> Verse number 11. I try not to do any more reading than I need to do, but there's a little bit of reading I need to do to get where I feel like the Lord would have us to go tonight. Daniel, chapter 8. Verse number 11. The Bible said, Yea, he magnified himself even to the prince of the host. And by him the daily sacrifice was taken away, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down. And a host was given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression. And it cast down the truth to the ground, and it practiced and prospered. Then I heard one saint speaking, and another saint said unto the certain saint which spake, how long should be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot? He said unto me, Unto two thousand and three hundred days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. I want to go on to chapter 11 of Daniel, verse 28. Daniel chapter 11, verse 28. The Bible said, Then shall he return into his land with great riches. His heart shall be against the holy covenant. And he shall do exploits and return to his own land. At the time appointed, he shall return and come toward the south. But it shall not be as the former or as the latter. For the ships of Chittim shall come against him. Therefore he shall be grieved and return and have indignation against the holy covenant. So shall he do 
He shall even return and have intelligence with them that forsake the holy covenant. And arms shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, and shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt with thy flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Chapter 12 of Daniel, verse number 9. The Bible said, and he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed to the time of the end. Many shall be purified and made white and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days. But go thou thy way till the end be. Thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. You can read in Matthew 24 where Jesus speaks about the abomination of desolation and about the end time. I understand as I read my text tonight, possibly you wonder what or where we'd go, but uh, as we uh, felt the burden upon our heart to tell us we are facing uh, this end time hour, and we, uh, if I understand it right, the abomination of desolation that it is, the setting up of the beast reign, it is that that when one t- takes of the mark of the beast, that their destiny is sealed eternally to be lost. I read in the Bible where it said those that received and worshipped the beast and received his mark is cast out into hell for eternity. Amen. Oh, to think of the seriousness of it. Think we are headed into an hour where there is going to be an abomination set up. That it, that one that wanders and worships the beast will forever seal his destiny. Amen. Oh, we need in this hour to be prepared for that day. It used to be as a, as a boy, and, and maybe it is where you're at, but it seemed like where I've been, I've heard such little said about it, but it seemed like we used to hear on a regular basis that there's coming a time that this peace strain's going to come into power. And everybody whose name was not found written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that they would take the mark. They would worship the beast. They would go after him. Their heart would be led away to be eternally damned. It scared me as a little boy to think and wonder, will I have enough to abide in that day? Will I have enough of the Lord to not be led away and not be bound by that? Oh, it's going to come a time when this abomination will be set up. And the Bible said the daily sacrifice shall be taken away. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the desolation of the sacrifice being abolished? Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to tell you we're headed into uncertain times. I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know how many days we got children. 
I wish I could tell you that you had plenty of time to, to live a full life, but oh, it seemed like by looking around at the hour we're in, we're on the threshold of it. We're on a place to where He said in the Word of God that it will come to pass. He said, He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. Oh, there's a time we're headed into. I read where it said in one hour, these kings would give their power unto the beast. This, this is going to come in upon us. And that soul that is not ready, that soul whose name is not found written in the Lamb's book of life is going to be eternally damned. There's going to be a time when this all comes in. You may want to put it off a hundred years. You may want to put it off 20 years or 50 years or five years. But all I want to come to tell you with a burden tonight, my friend, it's coming upon the world. Even as I preach to you tonight, this is all in the working. It's coming to pass. It's coming upon us. And somewhere we need to be sure that our name is written. Amen. Hallelujah. He tells us over and over again, Jesus tells us, flee to the mountains and find a place. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know how, you know, I'm not here to, to you know, get in debate. And you may say, Brother Gary, this is not fellowship meeting preaching. I don't really know. I'm not, I don't guess I'm a fellowship meeting preacher. Oh, I feel a burden upon my heart to tell you there needs to be a place we are hid in Christ Jesus. We need to be hid in the rock of Zion as we see this approaching unto us. We're needing to run for the rock. We're needing to hide ourselves that we might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. They told me as a little boy, my daddy told me, son, when this sets up, if you take it, if you receive it, you're eternally damned. Amen. Hallelujah. If you receive it, if you wander after the beast, if you take that, you'll never ever find another place for repentance. There'll be no other chance. Oh, it scares us today to think that of that that looms out ahead of us, Brother Nathaniel. That that is out ahead of us to think there's such an abomination. There's such something that's so repulsive in the sight of God. Till if you do that one thing, never again will God ever deal with your soul again. To think if you ever step across that one line, then never again will grace ever convict your heart. Never again will you feel like coming to an altar of prayer. Never again feeling, oh, can you imagine the desolation of never feeling the power of God again? Hallelujah. 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 He told us about this that was coming to pass. Amen. We look at it today. And we take some comfort in the fact that as far as we know right now, it's not set up. Amen. We take comfort in the fact that, that we feel like that as we're in another holiness camp meeting, the day of grace is still here. God's still reaching. I believe before this service is over, I believe God's going to reach for another soul. I believe that I have faith in my heart that somewhere tonight, Brother Aaron, God is going to knock on another heart's door. Not because I'm such a wonderful preacher, but all because I'm serving a God that is so concerned about the souls of men and women and boys and girls. There's not one, one soul 
to perish. Amen. Hallelujah. There is coming a time when this abomination that makes desolate is going to be set up. Hallelujah. It's coming. Hallelujah. I really deny that that's not all where I want to try to preach to us. I'd like to try to preach to us about an abomination of desolation. Amen. I understand the beast train. I understand that taking of the mark is an abomination, that transgression of desolation, that where he said the daily sacrifice will be taken away. Oh, I felt the Lord dealing with my heart to bring it a little closer to us tonight. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16, the Bible says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. I understand. I'm not trying to confuse us tonight. I believe that there is an abomination ahead of us. I believe the beast trains coming down upon the church and this abomination that makes desolate. They're going to come in and pollute the sanctuary. And they're going to come in and profane that holy place. Oh, I come to tell you, we're living in a time when there are abominations today in this hour. Tonight, there are abominations of desolation. There are things people are crossing lines. This year, somebody today crossed a line that Christ never will reach for them another time. Tonight, somewhere, another soul slipped in eternity without one more chance, without one more sacrifice, without one more altar call, without anybody ever pleading with them to come to an altar and pray. Why was it? Because somewhere this sanctuary had been polluted one last time. Somewhere somebody is going to commit another transgression and they're going to know the desolation of being lost without God for eternity. Hallelujah. 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 Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25 said, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the matter of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching. For if you sin willfully, after that you have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. But a certain fearful, looking for the judgment and fire indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sore punishment suppose ye? Shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing? and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him that said, Vengeance belongeth unto me. I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. I don't understand all about the end time. I don't pretend like I do. Oh, I read about us that would come, that one that has such indignation, Brother Jeff, against the covenant. 
that one that have such such hatred for that one that's of the covenant. I don't know all about Abraham, but I know that the blood of the covenant wherewith I was sanctified was Jesus Christ. There's a spirit out there today that is indignant against the power of Jesus Christ in the life and in the, the, the ability to cleanse men from their sin. There's warfare today. The end of the spirit of Antichrist is already in the land. It's already making war with those of the covenant. Have you felt it this week? Sure you have. Have you wrestled in the night? Sure you have. What it was, it's that power of the end. It's the power of that dragon that has such indignation against the covenant. It's coming to try to profane another sanctuary. It'll talk, talk to another little boy and tell him to defile the sanctuary. It'll tell another young lady to commit fornication. It'll tell another man to walk away from his home. Defile it. Defile it. Do away with the covenant. Oh, I come to tell you, children, saints of God, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. Can you think about the desolation of God never dealing with a heart ever again? Thinking about an abomination that people commit in this hour that God never reaches again. Hallelujah. I read about Cain. Amen. God told him, Cain's sin lies at the door. Don't do it. Don't do it. Hallelujah. But he crossed the line. Oh, I feel a burden to preach to someone tonight. Hallelujah. You may be worrying about taking the mark of the beast. You may be worried about the desolation of that today. But I want to tell you that possibly tonight you could commit an abomination in the sight of God that caused you to be desolate for eternity. Did He not say He knows how to reserve the ungodly until the day of judgment? There's people today that are self-willed, that's not afraid to speak evil of dignities. There's people that are so pernicious in their ways and today they're being reserved in everlasting chains of darkness awaiting never to be dealt with again, never for God's good grace to touch their heart again. Oh, I want to tell you today, you can brush it off, but all oh, the seriousness of it, it may not be the beast reign. You may not make it that far. Somebody might cross the line. Somebody might take and, and cross over into that desolate place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said a fugitive and a vagabond. Hallelujah. 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 I understand there's a 666 and all that. But I've been wondering about the mark of the beast. I'm looking around for the Jeff, and I'm seeing people bearing the marks of the beast. I'm seeing the nature of it. I'm seeing the mark upon them. I'm wondering if people recognize. Sometimes I've seen it as people have crossed into a place where God never dealt with them again as Esau, that profane person, though he saw it carefully with tears. Can you imagine the desolation of coming to a wholeness camp meeting and gathering together with God's good people, hearing the anointed word of God, hearing the songs of Zion, and never feeling God tug on your heart again, be able to go out and commit sin and come to the house of God and shout and talk in tongues and never feel the dealing of God again. Oh, I want to tell you, there's a desolate place out there beyond the grace of God when God takes a sacrifice away, when God says there will be no more sacrifice for your sin. Hallelujah. 
I'm not preaching tonight about making mistakes. I'm not preaching tonight about messing up. I'm talking about willful sinning. Oh, brother and sister, I want to tell you it's a dangerous. It's a dangerous. It's a dangerous place. He that defiles a temple. It may not be some, some man, some antichrist that enters into your temple today. But oh, there's one wanting in today. There's one, one wanting into your temple tonight. He's knocking at somebody's door. The other morning as I was up trying to pray some, and, and before I left, I wrestled such spirits in, 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 in my dreams. I, I feel like I'm preaching tonight to somebody. The spirit of sodomy is just a hovering over you. Somebody's close to being turned over. The spirits you don't know how to deal with. God comes to a place where people fool around. People that's been raised in the house of God. Children that know the way of God. People that know the way of God get to fool around with things. Begin to profane their sanctuary. Begin to let things inside their heart. It begins to defile them. God said, I'm going to destroy it after a while. Imagine, can you imagine God turning and taking away the sacrifice for sin? The desolation, brother, can I understand about it? Is when the daily sacrifice is taken away. Amen. Hallelujah. No more sacrifice for sin. No more atonement for sin. Till God says, He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that's unjust, he's going to be unjust. Oh, I feel like I'm preaching to someone tonight. Oh, that's so close. What you're toying with is an abomination that's going to leave you desolate. It's going to cause a sacrifice to be taken away. Hallelujah. Oh, I cannot imagine what it would be like for God not to convict my heart again. Sure, I messed up my brother. Sure, I made mistakes, sister. But somewhere, thank God for that feeling down deep inside that didn't let me sleep at night. Thank God for that feeling that I couldn't hardly come to the house of God because condemnation was resting on my heart. But oh, there's a dangerous place where people enter into that commit sin and defile the temple and no longer they feel convicting power of the Holy Ghost can be in the heart of anything anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, desolation. Amen. Hallelujah. It's scary to think about taking a mark. And when they don't worry, they done with the Sammy. Never, never, never. Knowing your destiny is sealed for eternity but I want to tell you it may not be the mark there may be an abomination that's knocking at your heart's door tonight hallelujah oh you say brother Gary that don't happen how many souls went to hell today how many souls got their last call this year 
How many people have not felt the Spirit of God deal with their heart in years, in months, or weeks, or days? I want to tell you, you don't profane the sanctuary. You don't let things in over there. The Spirit of God takes its leave. He said, they that despise Moses' law died. But oh, when you trod under the blood of the covenant, where with you are sanctified, when you count as a holy thing, when you say, I'll do it, I'll come back and pray again. I'll go full around the world. I'll mess around. I'll make a run back and pray again. You may not. God may never deal with your heart again. You may live the rest of your days never feeling the touch of God. Hallelujah. 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 I'm contending with that Antichrist spirit tonight. That spirit of hell. Amen. So I began wrestling it a few weeks ago. You know, trying to bother my little girl. Her waking up crying, wrestling, the spirit of rebellion. Amen. I felt it come down. I wrestle. I've been wrestling three spirits for this meeting. One's been the spirit of sodomy. One's been the spirit of adultery. And the other's a spirit of rebellion. I'm sure there's probably more than that. That's the three I've been contending with the last while. Oh, as I wrestled it the other night, the other day, my little girl, I began rebuking it, just a little baby. I could tell it was her. That night, was Sunday, on a Sunday night, we went to bed, put her to bed, and I could see begin crying out. And I was a sense of presence of hell in my house. I got the little baby up. Brother Ken, I begin to pray, begin rebuking the devil. When I closed my eyes, I saw that old evil spirit lolling over me, of trying to intimidate me. Somewhere I begin to plead in the blood. I begin rebuking the name of Jesus. I'm here to contend with it tonight because somebody is in a place that's so dangerous. Somebody's in such a place tonight that they could cross over a line that God never deal again. So let me push against it a little bit tonight. Let me push back the powers of hell tonight that somebody could understand stand the danger. It's not 666 is going to get you tonight, but possibly there's an abomination. There may be a sin at your door today that when you commit it, you'll never find your way back to God again. You may end up in hell for eternity. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. To understand it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, I've heard people say, I'm not going to take the mark. But they don't feel God dealing with them. They can say things and do things. And they don't feel pricked in their heart. They'll say, I'll never take that. I'll be desolate. Oh, they don't understand how desolate they are. They don't understand. They've already crossed lines where God's not dealing with their heart no more. got saved a couple years ago in our meeting. Hallelujah. I was so thrilled the Lord saved him. But if his testimony is, he had backslid and went away from God. He told about working with the news leader coming across the mountain at the wee hours of the morning, coming home from work, singing the songs of Zion, tears running down his face, God dealing with his heart. And the Spirit of God began dealing with him. He said he'd reach up and turn the country music on. I'd drive it away. Another night he'd drive home. He'd done it night after night. One night he said he was driving over North Mountain 
He said he was singing the songs of Zion again. Tears are running down his face. And he reached up and turned the radio on. God said, if you do it, I'm not going to deal with you. Amen. Done it anyways. Hallelujah. Yeah, I don't remember how many years it was. He went. He said, I came to the house of the Lord. He said, I cried. But not because I was feeling anything. I was crying because God wouldn't deal with me no more. Amen. He said, I come to the house of the Lord. I see people shouting and rejoicing. I set their tears running down my face because God wouldn't deal with my heart no more. I couldn't feel nothing no more. It was gone. I'm glad God had mercy. I'm glad God repented. I'm glad God turned again after many, many years and gave him another chance. But oh, I want to tell you, there's people in hell today that stepped across the line as simple as turning a radio station on. But somewhere they defiled their sanctuary one last time and God said, I want to destroy it. They'll never again feel my grace. Hallelujah. 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 I had a dear cousin. His name was Ricky Wilson. Hallelujah. I came to the house of God and got saved. Not going to take a long time on the story. Went away from God. Hallelujah. I remember the get-together we had at the community center in Gleena, Kansas. Birthday party, something for someone in the Wilson family. Ricky was there. I remember being a little boy. I looked up to my older cousins. There's a couple of them standing back there with a friend. The Lord had told my dad, gave him a message for them. I remember him coming up to them, giving a sign. said, boys, God spoke to me. And he told me the pale horse is on your trail. Hell's following. And they laughed and they made jokes and they scorned it. Amen. But something changed. Amen. My Uncle Dick said, I don't know what's come over Ricky. Said he'll run his head into walls and say, Nothing can hurt me. He said, My Uncle Dick was a big man. He said, Well, play mercy. So I've had him on the ground, on his knees. His fingers bent over. He said, He looked at me. He said, you can break them, but I'll never ask for mercy. Amen. Something had changed. Amen. Oh, about three blocks from the place where Dad stood and told him, you better change your life. You better turn around. I remember the night we came in town. We saw the lights. We saw the, the record pull the mangled up car out of the covert about three blocks from the very place Dad stood. You guessed it. In that car was Ricky Wilson. Went out to meet God. No doubt, as I said, one of his favorite songs was Highway to Hell. Somewhere the lyrics are coming through his mind. Highway to Hell. I want to tell you what happened was that day in the community center, God was dealing with a man for one last time. It may not seem like the most inopportune time. It may not seem like I'm much of a man to deal with you today. But I want to tell you, there's going to be a time, sinner friend, that God deals with your heart one last time. You'll cross over a line where there will never be a sacrifice for your sin available again. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
How many remembers the Grove service where Danny Wright walked away? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It wasn't 666. Hallelujah. It wasn't a certain mark, but somewhere that day stepped over the line. And the sacrifice was taken away. No more sacrifice for sin. A man wailing in a nursing home. A sorrowful spirit crying out, wailing, no doubt remembering, longing for God to knock on his heart one more time. God, would you deal with me just one more time? Oh, I want to tell you today, you can say you're trying to scare me. We need to be scared. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. We need to understand it's not mom and daddy we're playing with. It's not the pastor we're playing with dealing with a God that knows everything and everything about you and I he can cut you off do you never feel grace again hallelujah holy holy hallelujah 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 it's a fearful thing to fall I don't know where you're at tonight amen I didn't thumb through the Bible to find a message. I felt God move on my heart a year ago. I'm not preaching this anywhere. Amen. Earlier this year, I didn't know I'd be preaching here this year. Earlier this year, kneeling in my place of prayer, I felt God lay this burden afresh upon my heart and let me know you're going to take it to meeting. I didn't know where, but here we are tonight. God's talking to somebody. God's giving somebody a warning. There's an abomination out there. When you commit it, it'll make you desolate where you never feel God ever again. Hallelujah. 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 A covenant. A blood covenant. Jesus Christ shed his blood. Hallelujah. When you know, when you know better, when you know better, you trampled under. You fall around with it. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to get a song right now. I feel Holy Ghost conviction in the place. Oh, brother and sister, would you please pull with me a few more minutes? Hallelujah. I understand. I don't have enough words to reach a soul tonight. I understand I don't have enough strength to reach to a soul tonight. But oh, I feel the good Holy Ghost here tonight. And if somewhere, if you feel it tugging your heart anywhere, I want to tell you, run to this altar. Don't do it despite to it. Don't turn it away another time. Let it have its way. Let it deal again. Because, friend, there's a place where somebody in hell's are crying out, saying, oh, that I had one more opportunity. There'll be a soul somewhere possibly leave. This camp meeting says, oh, that I could go back one more time to 2014 at the Cunningham meeting and feel what I felt. Feel that tug in my heart again. I've never felt it again. And Jesus dipped a sob and handed it to him. And he took it. And Satan entered in. Amen. Hallelujah. In the presence 
of Jesus Christ himself supping at the same table but he stepped across and Jesus said that thou doest do quickly I wonder why Judas hung himself some said he could have repented I'm not going to argue the point I don't know but there's a place where he didn't feel like repenting no more he felt such desolation You know why people kill themselves? You know why people take their life? Because, friend, they pass points where they enter into such desolation. They feel no hope. They feel there's no more, no more chance of them ever having life again. Oh, I want to tell you whether it's that way or not. I don't know whether it is in every situation or not. I couldn't tell you, but the fact is somewhere that God dealt with their heart one last time. There's people that's come to this meeting. There's people that sit in this very tabernacle today that's screaming in the pits of hell somewhere. Heard the same gospel that you and I have heard. Heard better preaching than what I'm able to do tonight. But somewhere they passed a point where God don't deal with them no more till God withdrew His Spirit from them and such desolation they turn to drugs and alcohol and the things of the world because some of the desolation of that they once had was all gone amen hallelujah sing when you're ready tonight hallelujah hallelujah I didn't miss it tonight I don't say that arrogantly I don't say that with arrogance tonight holy You may be worried about the mark of the beast, and rightly so. But I want to tell you, it may be closer than that to you. Amen. Hallelujah. It may be closer than that to you tonight. Oh, sing when you're ready. Hallelujah, these altars are open tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have an adversary that's making war against the Holy Covenant. One trying to abolish the sacrifice tonight. He's trying to abolish the sacrifice tonight. He's making war with the covenant. He's telling you God probably wouldn't help you. He's telling you can fool around and make it back. Here there's war against the covenant tonight. He has such indignation against the blood of Jesus Christ. He knows if somewhere you come to the covenant that God made, He said, I'll cleanse them from their sins. I'll wash their sins away. I'll give them a covenant that they'll confess sin. I'll forgive them. And there's warfare tonight against the covenant. But oh, I want to tell you there's grace here tonight. I reach it for somebody. Hallelujah. 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 The sacrifice is still here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The atonement's here today around these altars. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have the opportunity to reject it today. 
But you need to recognize it may reject you when you get ready. You have the right to turn it away. You have the right to despite this spirit. But remember, it has the right to mock. When your fear, your desolation comes. Brother and sister, it's not a one-man show tonight. If God's moving on your heart to do anything, please obey the Lord. I feel Him reaching tonight. We're dealing with the end time spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. God's dealing with the saint of God. Obey the Lord tonight. Amen. How about it, sinner friend? How about it, one that's struggling? How about it? Oh, thank you for these saints of God pushing with me, oppressing with me. tonight
Drifting too far. 
Jesus said, there is 